Hello and welcome to Football Twaddle. Yes, Savant, what's up? Hello. And we have the founding father, the Mahatma Gandhi of this <laughs> podcast, Arush Dixit. What's up? Hey, Saru. All good. How are you guys? Good, Great. good. All right. The two momentous things have happened yesterday and today. First one is India, obviously, the one of the greatest victories ever in the Test match. And the second one is Mesut Ozil finally leaving Arsenal. Guys, <laughs> it's all working out. And as much as this is a football podcast, we need to talk about this Indian victory. Arush, kitna khushi hai? Like, how happy are you? Are you a proud Indian today? मतलब बहुत ही ज़्यादा अभी कल तक तो वही सब चल रहा था कि तांडव है तो तू प्राउड नहीं हो आज पूरा सब प्राउड हो गया सब भूल गए बट ओवरऑल काफी अच्छी फीलिंग आई और यहाँ तो टेस्ट मैच देखना भी टाइमिंग इतना इशू था ऐसे दो बार मैंने अलार्म लगाया और दोनों बार यही सोच रहा था कि क्रिकेट को देखूंगा चार विकेट होंगे या छह विकेट होंगे देखा कि शुभमन गिल खेल रहा है एंड देन इवेंचुअली आई थिंक गॉट अप अराउंड फाइव एंड देन You so got up, a, you got, you got up around 5 a.m. your time in Europe, right? 5 a.m. my time to see, but otherwise before that I got up a couple of times just to check the score to see if it's 36, 45 or not. Yes, yes. Is India a better than the real Indian cricket team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know, man. But these guys have performed so well. Yeah, what a game! It was really heartwarming to see. these players playing through so many injuries and body blows against this fantastic bowling attack really great yeah so let's pick out all the players whom ravi shastri picked out arush dikshit <laughs> cheteshwar pujara that guy got hit 11 times today <laughs> right not even during the series only today he got hit 11 times but he clearly played so many balls that everyone was just so tired and it became so easy for rishabh pant why dude What's up with this guy? What's with this crazy level of determination? He got hit so many times. There is a video on Crick Info for 45 seconds just to show all the blows he took. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I think uh, Pujara is almost. Uh, I mean, if Rahul Dravid is the wall, he is the sponge. I would say. Why? He just soaks up all the pressure. I would. Uh, not only in this match. I was also reading it. It's the. Highest number of balls somebody has played in a four-test match series. Not the highest, third highest, and highest also is his, which was in the last two. So yeah. So his work is that he just go and frustrate him. Cummins ko, Hazelwood ko, career khatam karo ek do. Dude, I mean to be really honest, only Cummins is a good bowler. Other three are just like blah, <laughs> whatever. Come on. <laughs> no, I can say whatever, dude. Now I am like full of confidence. <laughs> But no, yeah, the victory sweeter when the opposition's better, no? So yeah, hype them also. No, no, <laughs> this is we can't talk about Australians. Ravi Shastri called Cheteshwar Pujara the ultimate warrior, right? <laughs> And taking cue from Mr. Shastri again, he's he also said, told Rishabh Pant, "What an innings, amazing! <laughs> when you were out there batting, you were giving us heart attacks. <laughs> It felt like that at some point, yes, where our man was trying reverse sweep, he was trying some sort of slog sweep. I don't know what was he trying. Yeah, there was this one shot where he fell down on the ground and played it over his shoulder. That was like, yeah, wow! <laughs> It was a brilliant shot. Like for a moment, I thought, why, why play such a shot when you know the uh, the situation doesn't demand? But clearly, our man really knows his. Innovative, innovative shots. Yeah, I, I mean, at some point it just became like you know we are so used to doing this in T20. So if you require <laughs> like five and over with ten overs left, I think it was quite clear that they could have probably just done it. Yep. 
Okay, is this India's greatest test victory ever? See, I mean, right now you are in that, I would say, euphoria or abhi to bilkul hoi victory aade. But I would still put it, not probably on the top, but at least in top three. My personal top three, definitely. Okay, what are the other two in your top three? Uh, Eden Gardens, for some reason, still will never be replaced. I don't know why. I'll tell you why. Because that Australian team was way better than this Australian team. <laughs> right? And they defeated us in the first test in three days. And we were following yeah. on. So, there's just too much going on in that test as well. Exactly. And the second one for me is uh, uh, Adelaide, in which Ajit Agarkar took six wickets. For some reason. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like least expected for from somebody and then... <laughs> he performs. So your expectations of like Rishabh Pant and Shubman Gill were way more than expectations from Ajit Agarkar doing that, right? <laughs> as, yeah. a, as a test match, you can make a case for it being uh, possibly one of the best we've seen. Uh, as a series, obviously 2001, I feel, was more important because that Australian team was possibly the greatest ever and Indian, the Indian team was uh, coming back from that whole match-fixing controversy and it was not a very good team, I would say. It was on the way to becoming a great team. Yeah. This series is important as a, I feel a, it's, it's a watershed event, man. I mean, uh, for the longest time, the Indian board has been the richest board in, in India. And as the Aussie coach uh, pointed out, there are 1.5 billion Indians around. So, they should be like, you know, we should kick on from this series and just accept our place. We should, we should, like, India should be like what America is in basketball now. From uh-huh. now, is what I feel. Correct. But, you know, that is just, for that you need to, I, I don't know, I don't remember if there's an Indian team which was, which has ever been so dominant. Like, you know, to be called the greatest test side ever. We have the West Indies ones and the Australian ones. Yep. But if they kick on from here and in two, three years, God, that will be amazing. But I'm sure nothing of that sort will happen. So, that makes this victory much sweeter. Alright, let's move to some football right now. Yash, our man, our boy, the sweet man, Mesut Ozil. He's left yeah. the shores of England. What and more you? importantly, we won't be able to do Ozil watch anymore. <laughs> we can still. <laughs> we can. But how would you sum up his time at Arsenal? I, 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 th- I thought the end sort of made it all bitter. He arrived with a lot of hype and uh, uh, when he came in, Arsenal had possibly had the worst two years under Wenger. He somehow kept them in the top four and I still remember the euphoria that the Arsenal fans had and he had a pretty decent assist record. Yeah. But again, I mean, he was, he's sort of a, I, I believe for the modern game, he's too much of a luxury player. If he stuck around at Real Madrid, it would have been good for both. At least for Ozil, I don't know about Real Madrid, but I don't think in the Premier League with a team like Arsenal, which don't have the midfielders, would give him that kind of support. Uh, it was. It, I don't think it worked out. He could have. He could have had a much better career somewhere else. Ha! Huh, but poor guy. I mean, to be like fair to him, he is obviously a good player, right? Or a great player. He is actually quite a and. That Arsenal team, they had nothing to go for it. And you, if you remember, as you said, when they bought him. They were probably like the worst Arsenal team under Wenger. So, he did a lot of good things. But I don't know. What do you think went wrong? <laughs> like, what happened in the way? What did Unai Emery feel suddenly that he stopped playing? Mean, or do you think Ozil just lost, lost interest? Like, why and Or rather, what happened uh, when Arteta had that political problem and everything? But uh, when Unai Emery around, maybe he dropped a yard of pace and... Uh, of course, there were some other personal issues, but 
I mean, it was okay. I mean, if he if he still would have played, have played, I think the last couple of years under Wenger also, he was not very effective. So, uh, I mean, it's fair enough. He's going to Turkey. They love him over there. And I would say it's a slightly below his level, the Turkish league. But, I mean, it's fair enough. It was, this, this move was coming. It's great if, for… Yeah, if it, if it is slightly below his level… Then you know what's going to happen. He is going to have record number of assists. Yeah. <laughs> he is just going to kill it in the Turkish league. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Okay. I think it's a good time to basically take a break. And after the break, let's talk about all these new segments we are doing and seeing what's going on over the weekend. Stay tuned to Football Twaddle. Welcome back to Football Twaddle. Only Yash. Yash, what's up, buddy? Yo. So, let's talk about this game which just happened a few days ago. I think on a Sunday. Liverpool versus Manchester United. Yeah. Why did we waste our time in anticipation for this match? What? What are you saying? It was it was one of those typical uh, entertaining nil-nil draws. Like. No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, for the first 30 minutes, there was not even a shot off target. <laughs> so, we, so, two things, right? Clearly, we know Liverpool can't seem to be scoring goals these days. Somehow, something has happened. Yeah. They just can't. There's that fluency is not there and they can't score. Sure. Manchester United, they had two chances. One was Pogba and I don't remember who the other guy. Uh, Bruno. Bruno. Yeah, so they had two chances. I think United played the, the way they were expected to play. Right. I don't think there's any change in that. So, what's wrong with Liverpool then? <laughs> We've been seeing this coming for a while right now. Uh, I, I think things go stale. I mean, you see, uh, probably Klopp expected this and that's why he bought Jota. But unfortunately, he's out. But if you see the old uh, great Ferguson teams, he used to always keep recycling his teams because other teams figure out how to uh, defend your players. So, this front three has been around for what now? Four seasons? Yeah. And it seems like Luke Shaw has a great game against Salah every time for some reason. And uh, Sadio Mane is not having a great year and that's affecting him. So, uh, it's possibly that. It's possibly all of Klopp's heavy metal football. Which has taken its toll. So, someone I know on Twitter actually, you know, who is just into data analytics and Mm -hmm. has been writing for a year or two. He was actually pointing out that Luke Shaw has had, other than the Spurs game, Luke Shaw has had a very, very good season. Do you agree with that? Maybe by statistics, but he doesn't pass the eye test, man. He just doesn't. One of the chances was created by Luke Shaw, the pass, the cutback to Bruno. But, uh, I mean, I, I guess it got through because even Liverpool were not expecting it. And even I wasn't expecting it. I was so pleasantly surprised that happened. And he doesn't <laughs> do that often. So, uh, uh, statistics apart, maybe looking at Tellez and how excited uh, the United fans were looking at all of Telez's crossing videos, maybe Luxor has realized that in order to just shut up the fans, maybe just put in random crosses from uh, the left into the box. That's the Arsenal way of play. You can't just copy a team's style just by looking at videos. <laughs> no, but it, it adds to your uh, it adds to your stats. No, now it will add to uh, his cross stats or balls into the box stats or something. Like that. Or maybe he just you know runs maybe two steps ahead of Rashford and runs back. So. <laughs> overlap stacks. So he's basically he's not been uh, bad at defending, and for the last couple of years his defense has been okay. But going forward he offers uh, practically. 
All right. The last thing about this, Anthony Martial, why? Why not start Cavani now that he has the racism past him? <laughs> why not just start the match with Cavani? Yeah, I mean, personally, I, I would have started with Cavani because Martial is not in form, basically. If, even if he was scoring goals, maybe yes. But uh, I don't think... Uh, I, I think Martial being younger, he uh, Ole must have thought that he would come back and defend or maybe off the… I mean, you saw as the game went by, United grew into the game. So, maybe he thought… Ole must have thought that I'll bring in Cavani as a change factor. Because most of the game, United were going to be pegged back. So, probably that, that was it. All right. And talking about how Liverpool has gotten stale and they need to change personnel and everything. A team which got stale and then which something happened in between. And now, they are flourishing and slowly creeping up. And I think by the time this podcast is out… They will be on the top of the league. Manchester City. Yeah. Dude, why they look so scary again. Yeah, yeah they've been completely rejuvenated. I I think… Uh, but again, there's something new, right? Like… Uh, I, yeah, I'm no sure striker. Pep, uh, yeah, Pep <laughs> must have played without a striker before. But not for the for such a long time. And uh, this is a new formation. Plus, they do have uh, Rubin Diash and… Is Cancelo. So, basically, there are players who are there and haven't played much. Uh, John Stones. Yeah, so so there, there, there are some new uh, players in there. But apart from that, it's just… Uh, there, there's a lot of quality in that team. Man. Uh, uh, even even De Bruyne was, has had injury problems for the last couple of years. This season, luckily for them, he does not have… Does not seem to have them and he plays nearly every game. And, yeah. One of the best players in the world. Dude, one of the things about City I notice is they don't play that peps pass the ball, kick the ball and all of that. Yeah. They they've become quite a direct team. They don't care if you they they don't care to they don't need seventy percent possession. They're more than happy to let the other team have the ball a little. I think they press also in a very different way now. It yeah. it looks like a completely new team. Yes, I mean, after probably this is uh, after Pep signed the extension to his contract, he must have maybe thought of a new plan, uh, devised new tactics. It's either that or I don't know, just De deciding, <laughs> guys, guys, forget what this guy told you. And <laughs> no, how to play. I, I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> because he's practically orchestrating everything on the field, man. <laughs> Somehow, I mean, his passes fine players like, wow. I mean, but, there is a lot of method to it. Or is it because Pep danced? Do you remember the dance video yeah, he had to do Ali <laughs> Yeah, Exactly. And do you think, uh, one thing, do you know the whole controversy of Leeds United, no? Um, of, so, so, there was, I don't remember the pundit, but there was a female football pundit. And uh-huh. I think she, she made a comment saying that, you know, BLSS teams get tired generally. And because of COVID and lockdown, what happened was that the team had enough time to recover. And that was one of the bigger reasons on why they actually came through to the Premier League. Uh-huh. And then when Leeds won some important game just now, mm-hmm. like a, three, four weeks ago, three right, weeks ago, right, right, right. <laughs> the, the bloody club, right? I mean, what cheap skates. They actually yeah, take that clip. Yeah, I now they, remember. It's pretty unnecessary, that whole thing. Yes, but what has happened since then, yes, is that Leeds have lost every game of theirs. <laughs> so, you think, yeah. is this a curse? Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So this is just... Uh, <laughs> no, but on a serious note, Leeds are... I mean, we have established our... Uh, not a top half team. So, the chances were 50-50 that they would lose those games anyway. 
and it's 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 a great thing that they, uh, this has happened after that so that we can banter on okay so what happened this this was during the west brom and leeds game which leeds won final right and obviously yeah. after that they lost 3-0 to spurs right then they lost 3-0 to crawley town in the fa cup oh, yeah. and then brighton beat them 1-0 oh mm-hmm. my god dude so from then on everyone's been piling on the club <laughs> saying that dekho jab se ye tune ye kiya hai kan you screwed <laughs> all right continuing with our section player of the week we just have to give two players out bro so who was your player of from the last recording till this recording which player mm-hmm. has caught your eye see this this week has been a little difficult but i don't know man Let's let's. We want to give it to Mason Mount. I I goal. wanted to give it to Mason Mount, <laughs> dude. And uh, dude, no. Okay, let let me say. Okay, you you go for your other player, dude. You clearly want to. <laughs> yes, I want to give it to Mason Mount. Okay, yeah. so I'll I'll give it to the other player whom you've been talking about, Tenga Endombele. Oh man. fine you can choose mason mount i will say some good <laughs> things about mason after the but tangi and dombele i am telling you he is he is the real deal dude that guy is just talent and i i don't and he's in mourinho's relationship has never been like yeah like, surprisingly assured but this season they worked on it and dude, that guy is just crazy for the amount of talent he has what he's doing even now is just i would say 40% if yeah. that guy yeah if a lot of people are saying he's very intelligent i i don't know maybe i've not seen enough of enough of him his play to decide how well, like what is his football iq or whatever but he he does seem to have skills and physicality and all that required to be a top midfielder he he is rishabh pant in rohit sharma's physique right <laughs> so that that is that is tangi's problem and what they worked on over the last few months is just to get this guy ready to play 90 minutes week in and week out right. that guy he take he does outrageous stuff dude which is unheard of and more for to give some credit to him lets him do it he does a rabona cross when they like losing 1-0 at 91st minute but the beauty of it it somehow reaches as a first player and you obviously saw his goal i can't praise tangi enough man he is he and regiorn are the like two oh, the of the no actually he was last year signing right yeah he and regiorn are the two of the reasons why watch spurs and okay. they are actually quite good to watch now right. your player of the week yash is the man no, we I, love I, I make fun i picked him because i honestly feel that he kept lampard in his job with that <laughs> Yeah, whatever your reasons are. <laughs> That's it. And of course, we we love to discuss Mason Mount till the cows come home. And, but yeah, I mean, he scored a crucial goal against uh, the team managed by Lampard's former teammate and the team that is most probably going to get relegated, but are having a good for like they've been performing well for the last two three games. And I don't know for some reason the Twitter was really was falling in love with Fulham. No, we always love Fulham. I don't know when Kumar and I talk also. No, there's always this affection yeah, always, for Fulham. You know, we we always have affection for Fulham. But if you if you read uh, general football stuff on Twitter, they, you would want to believe that Fulham has been spectacular since December and somehow turned around their form. And they see. Look, if I remember right, they drew with Liverpool, right? Then they drew with Spurs. I think they drew with City also, if I'm not wrong. So. I don't know so but yeah they're doing all right so how they started to where they are now at least they're enough to beat 
and but manchester united will obviously blow them away Man. one <laughs> one thing about mason mount i would say is that we all think that he's supposed to be some kind of footballer but <laughs> he, he's not that kind of footballer for the for the footballer that he is he's actually quite decent yeah. and but that obviously this is the only episode I mean, we are going to see deserve. end of the day see if he was at arsenal or something that it would be fine no he has at a he's at a chelsea a club that has been champions in the last 5 years like couple of times in the last 5 years plus it's a club that can spend 200 million in uh, euros in a yeah. week all given all of that into consideration we we are surprised that yes i know was a surprise i know but i mean his positioning is actually quite good but anyway this we, we i think everyone who listens to this podcast knows what our real feelings are <laughs> <laughs> so this is one week of praise all right what's happening this weekend is it the fa cup weekend Yeah this is the FA Cup weekend and strangely United and Liverpool clash again. Oh god so let's because, talk about that is that your game of the week? Yeah I mean this time they thankfully come back to Old Trafford so we don't yeah. otherwise I, I guess United should have stayed back in Liverpool but anyway they're close by you know. Anyway yeah so this is I I hope uh, both sides play their alternate teams I think they would so it could be a fun game to watch there could be goals in this one. Nah, I think they're just too stuck up, and now both the teams are scared. Oh, that but now, if, if City wins the league, and League Cup is already gone, oh, this <laughs> early in the league, I think they'll still try to win. At least earn maximum point. This is too early, and FA Cup. I mean, it's such a blah tournament. <laughs> I mean, at this stage, later stages, maybe yes, it's all that magic of the FA Cup comes in. But if you're playing a Premier League the, uh, team uh, in the FA Cup so early, where's the magic? There's no magic. It's just whatever. Wait, this is only one leg, right? So Liverpool or Manchester United could get out on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. What are you saying, dude? That's extreme pressure. Why? Who cares? I mean, United sacked Louis Van Gaal like seconds after he won the FA Cup. That's how little they care. Yes, with the most like well-kept secret ever. <laughs> <laughs> or I would choose a random game. right which is swansea versus nottingham forest <laughs> and i will make an effort to watch this game and why because not for any particular reason but these are the two names you swansea we've seen nottingham forest you've just heard i've never seen them i have, i don't think i've ever seen them play have you ever seen any nottingham forest team play damn i haven't but this is like a new realization it's just because you know because of their history It just feels like you've seen them play. Yeah, I've never seen Nottingham Forest play. So yeah, not a live game. Must be some uh, highlights of some championship game, maybe. But never seen a actual live game on TV. Dude, so I'm going to watch Swansea Nottingham Forest, and Google has given me insights. Yes, <laughs> Swansea has beaten Nottingham Forest one nil already in championship this season, but haven't won back-to-back games against them since August 1953. So. <laughs> What are the chances? No chances. <laughs> oh, and you know why? Why we have not seen Nottingham Forest play ever? <laughs> because they reached no, they because they reached FA Cup fifth round only once in the last fifteen years. Wow! <laughs> so clearly we've not seen. Yeah. So just for the fun sake, I'll watch Swansea versus Nottingham Forest. That's going to be fun. But when does the league start again? I think there are there are a couple of league games. The teams that have been knocked out are playing. Ah, but look, uh, by the time this podcast, so properly it will start the week after. I the think. week after that, 30th, 30th. 
Oh God! So are we going? So next week's episode is already going to be called Magic of the FA Cup Part Two. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not, man. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> all right. Yes, very nice talking to you about cricket and football. Really and nice. thanks to Arush, who basically had to drop out for some unknown reason. <laughs> so yes, take care, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye.